Is this thing on? It sure is. Welcome to Across the Couch with Kyle and Nicole. Let's get into it. Welcome back to Across the Couch with Kyle and Nicole. I am Kyle. And I'm Nicole. And today we're going to talk all things 90s from our childhood. But first, here's a message from our sponsor. Welcome back to Across the Couch with Kyle and Nicole. Hello. It is nice to be back with you guys. We're going to talk all things we loved from our childhoods in the 90s and 2000s. But first, you know we have to talk about what we're drinking today because we both got something in a cup sitting next to us. And both of us happen to have smoothies, but we make them differently. And I think that that's interesting. And once again, Nicole's does not have tequila in it. It doesn't. Second week in a row. Second week, no tequila. It's a little early for tequila. Don't you think it's like 1.45 in the afternoon? But it is Labor Day. It so is Labor Day. Happy Labor Day to everybody out there. Yeah, it's a holiday. So in theory, you know, I could be drinking tequila, but it's a bit early. <laughs> so it is a bit early. I actually just got home from the gym. Both Kyle and I both got home from the gym. So we usually both do a smoothie. Kyle does it more frequently than I do. I suck at remembering to do it, but I have the uh, like a berry cherry frozen fruit blend. Ooh, some almond milk and this Live Better MD nutritional powder that got sent to me. And it's actually really good. And my drink's actually pretty much the same. I have the the blend from Costco. Mm-hmm. The little this little smoothie blend. Ooh, the little packets. Did you use the last one? Did I? I think you did. I didn't, I didn't know that we had any left because I looked oh, in the no, no, in no. the freezer. They, they were behind the ice. The oh, ice was hiding. Oh, I messed up. I was gonna say because there was more than one in there. Oh, they're but so I convenient have, if you've never seen them before. Yeah, and I have. I put that in there. I put some almond milk. Uh huh. And then I I found a protein powder at Walmart. And it was only like 17 bucks. So I was like, that's a good one. I think it, it looks like a dupe for the Orgain plant-based protein powder. <laughs> a dupe? <laughs> a dupe. Have you ever seen that girl on, on TikTok? It's like a dupe? Have you ever seen her? No. no? We're on other sides Oh of my God, you're missing out. She's like this 12-year-old girl and she like goes around and she's like, Fendi dupe and so <laughs> Fendi dupe <laughs> and then she Gucci dupe and like she like runs around and like it's any anyways if you haven't seen it you should look it up I'm gonna show it to you later because then okay. you'll understand but okay. it's a dupe yes. for <laughs> Orgain <laughs> it, it does look like a dupe but yeah it, it kind of tastes the same but was it chocolate or vanilla it's chocolate I feel like it's a little bit better than the Orgain oh those yeah. are some fighting words I love so, that one I don't know if I don't know if they just took the Orgain mixture. And like my brain's just like rebranded it. I think they might have just rebranded it. Jerks. Walmart does do that. Good for them, though. Make make your dollar, Walmart. I respect it. So we're talking all things pretty much from our childhood, which Nicole was born 91. Mm-hmm. I was born in 88. So from that perspective, we are 90s babies. So we're going to talk everything 90s. But what brought us to this podcast today is um, the one before this, we actually talked about our childhood. And then we recently, we kind of went on a little binger with Harry Potter. Yep. We've been marathoning all of the Harry Potter movies and it's been really fun. And I feel like it it definitely feels like a throwback, even though it's a movie that's still very popular in the present. But for me and Kyle, it like feels like a throwback because we grew up with it. We did. Well, I mean, I kind of grew up with it. M- me, maybe more you know, than you. Just because you're you're... I'm three years older than you, for those that don't know. I'm also a lot nerdier in different ways than you are. I'm, I like books. I enjoyed the Harry Potter, though. Yeah. yeah. But I actually have a, a sad story that makes me sad about Harry Potter. You do? Because, as you know, we both worked at the movie theaters. Yeah. And at the time, I was working with Harry Potter. I think it was Deathly Hollows. Yeah, some of the last ones were released when we worked 
there, I think, right? Yeah. yeah. And, and so I was able to get cardboard cutouts of Harry yes. Potter. Yes. No, I remember. Yeah. It was uh, Harry Potter and it was Voldemort and it was like the background and they're like shooting their freaking... It's huge yeah, too. Yeah, it was huge. They're shooting like, their wands at life each other. Size. <laughs> and I brought it home and I was like, my mom's going to think this is great because my mom's a huge Harry Potter fan. And I forgot about this. <laughs> Little did I know she was not that excited about it. <laughs> I set it up in the dining room. All set it up like they did at, at the theater. It looked really cool. It looked really he cool. He took a picture I and liked sent it, it to me. Yeah, I really I, liked I, it. I thought it was cool. I was like, she's going to be so excited. Yeah. Just say the next day she wasn't excited. <laughs> <laughs> she woke up to Voldemort in her living room. And I little, mean, <laughs> I don't know. And little, Maybe a little scary. <laughs> little does she know, it kind of broke my heart. Because I was oh. like, I was so excited about it. You know, I was like, oh, she's going to love this. Yeah. And, she did not love it. I thought it was great. I thought it was nice that you came home and set it up. Yeah. We didn't live together then. If you had set it up in our living room, I would have jumped for joy. Right. I might be a little scared though because yeah. Voldemort was like life-size and very scary. Yeah. Wand out, you know? That was the thing about the movies too is we got a lot of that cool stuff. We like did I had like actually. A Transformers cut out. And- I had so many Harry Potter posters, but... I like had to part ways with them because I put them up on my walls and like my bedroom growing up and they were just like destroyed after I took them back down. Like they were all yeah. like messed up from like the tax and all of that. So yeah. I had to part ways, but we did get to always get like free movie posters and like the cutouts, like anything that was going to get thrown away. They were like, oh, here, take it. And you when know? it was like Harry Potter, it was really cool. I always yeah. tried to get stuff if I could. And looking back on it now, I could have probably sold that stuff on eBay. Oh, yeah. We like, didn't know about that, you know, that back then. Yeah. So what would you say besides Harry Potter? Mm -hmm. We know how big of a Harry Potter fan you are. I'm a huge Harry Potter fan. I don't even know if we've dived all the way into it. Yeah, (laughs) that is Harry Potter is like one of your things that brings you comfort from your huge. Yeah. What are some of the other things that back in your childhood that had kind of the same impact on you that Harry Potter did? So I made a list. I made a list as as people know, but I, I grouped things together. So if we're talking things similar to Harry Potter... I would say Pokemon. I was really into Pokemon. Big Pokemon girl. Yeah, I had a Game Boy and I played all the Game Boy Pokemon games, you know? And then I had I I had the cards. My brother and I never like because he he collected the cards and so did I. Yeah. And we would get so excited to go to the comic book store and we would get these like little tiny packs of the cards, but they were just random cards. Yeah. And you were hoping that you would get like some of the really cool ones, like the foil cards, like those were really dope. Yeah. But Michael and I never like played. You know, like you could play Pokemon with the cards, like you could like yeah. battle each other. We never did you that. N- you never did that. No, did you? No. Were you into um, Pokemon? I actually was not into Pokemon. What? Believe it or not. You yeah. never played the Game Boy game? But no, I didn't play the Game Boy game. Oh, what? I didn't play any of the games. But oh. I was actually for a little bit limited time. I was actually into Magic the Gathering. What is that? It's pretty much along the same lines of Pokemon. Uh-huh. But it's kind of like Dungeons and Dragons-y, but it's oh. a card game. And, and you like collect them like you, you would? the cards, yeah. Just okay. like you would with Pokemon. Oh, they have okay. like special abilities and all that. Oh. So back in the day, I had Magic the Gathering, which nowadays, Pokemon, Magic the Gathering, all those cards, like if you have an unopened package of Pokemon or an unopened package of Magic the Gathering, you can get a couple hundred, if not thousands of dollars for them. What? Yeah. That's crazy. But anyways, uh, I was in, into Magic the Gathering. Cool. And I was like one of those kids like, oh, I'm into magic. I'm not into Pokemon. <laughs> I was really into Pokemon. <laughs> but the sad thing is, is I was the only one that was into Magic the Gathering. I didn't have anybody to play with. So then eventually I just got bored of it because I was just like, oh. So they just kind of set in 
my closet. And, oh, that's so sad. Yeah. Did you have the cool little like uh, page protector slot things that you put them into? No. Oh, I was very I didn't serious. get that deep into Oh, it. I had a binder and I had the little, there's like page protectors, but they had little card slots in them. And yeah. I had all of mine lined up in like alphabetical order. Nice. Yeah. I could see that. That was pretty I, cool. You know, yeah. Yeah. I, we, I believe um, it. Michael and I always thought that like our collections would be worth millions someday. And the sad part is they probably would be at this point because I had some like really cool cards. They would be. I had a bunch of the foils and stuff like that. And like I always kept them in the page protectors. Like as soon as I opened the pack, I put them in the protectors. So like they were, they looked really good. Yeah. And we lost them in our, like when we moved out of my dad's house, they got left with like a bunch of stuff up in our attic that yeah. just never got moved out. My mom just like forgot that there was stuff up there. And so... We don't know what happened to them, but somebody has two really dope collections of Pokemon cards. Hopefully if someone found them. Good for them. Yeah. Uh, yeah if not, I mean, they're still sitting in the attic of that house. Yeah, but. <laughs> right. you, you want to go over there one day and just be like, hey, yeah. can I check your attic? Did you by any chance find some Pokemon cards up there? They're like cool little binders. <laughs> yeah. But I think that's why we wanted to talk about this stuff today is because last time we talked about like, like you don't realize when you're a kid how much, you know, being a kid is awesome. Mm hmm. So then now this just reminds us of that, you know, like yeah. all the things that we kind of experienced when we were younger. So Pokemon, what would you say? What was your main TV show? That's a hard question. Um, I watched Pokemon, the TV show. Um, I watched that a lot when I would come home from school. It was always on when I would come home from school. That and Sailor Moon. Sailor Moon? <laughs> yeah. I totally forgot about Sailor Moon. Sailor Moon was great. I kind of feel like Sailor Moon's up there with um, Speed Racer. Did you yeah. ever watch Speed Racer? I didn't know. My mom was in love with Speed Racer. I also embarrassingly watched um, Dragon Tales when I would remember Dragon Tales. Yeah. When I would come home from school, it would be like Dragon Tales, Sailor Moon, and Pokemon. If I could make it home by three o'clock from school, then I could make Pokemon. I remember, yeah. and I like I would get like really excited about it and be gotta catch them up, Pokemon. You know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> After school, I would just come home and I would watch things like Hey Arnold. Oh, hey Arnold. Hey Arnold. I have a Hey Arnold t-shirt that the people are like freak out about every time I like put it on TikTok and yeah. I respect it because Hey Arnold was great. Yeah, that was one of my favorite shows to watch. I was actually too in my childhood. I was a big Power Rangers fan. Ooh, were you? I was. My brother was too. Yeah. So I wasn't that's, as That's much. another one that I watched and I was just like so in love with. You know what I liked? Um, Rocket Power. Did you watch Rocket Power? Oh, yeah. That Rocket Power, great. Rocco's Modern Life. Oh, yeah. Angry Beavers. Is that what Angry it was? Angry Beavers. That was yeah. a great show. It yeah. wasn't as good as like Rocco's Modern Life was really fun. But Rocket Power was like, it felt like a teenage almost show or like, yeah. a, you know what I mean? Like it's like your early teens. Yeah. Um, and I feel like that one was really like, it, it felt like a transition show because like in the show, like boys like girls and things like that, yeah. you know? And like that was like some of your first like introduction to it. That in... Um, there's a show called, I want to say it was Ginger Tells It All with this like curly redheaded girl. And I loved it. Was it live action or was it a? No, it was animated. It was on, it was on the same, it was on Car Cartoon Network. Is that? Was it on Cartoon Network or Nickelodeon? I think it was on Nickelodeon actually, mm. but it was really good. Um, and that was also where like girl growing up topics like would come up. And I always thought that was really fun. Yeah. <laughs> I can't think of like anything else I watched. I play a lot. I played a lot of computer games. Did you play computer games growing up? Uh, to be honest, which is kind of weird now because I am into video games. Mm -hmm. I wasn't, I didn't play computer games until I moved in with Jason. Really? Yeah. Or video games at all? I, no, I played video games. Oh, you did? Yeah, but it was mostly on console. It wasn't on 
computer. Oh, computer the, games. The only computer computer game that I remember playing when I was younger, uh-huh. it was like a math one where you like... Was it Clue Finders? I don't know. I can't... I can see the like the front of the, the case in my head, uh-huh. but I can't remember what it was called. I played Clue Finders, which had a lot of math in it, and I thought it was really fun. Yeah. I was... My dad was a computer engineer, as we mentioned in the last podcast, and so I had a computer in my house, like probably way before a lot of other people did. Yeah. And so I played computer games like really early on. Like I remember one of my first, like it, I, it's a computer game, but it was online. Neopets. Did you play Neopets? Um, I don't think I played it online. Is is Neopet yeah. like the little like Tamagotchi? No, those are Gigapets. Gigapets. Yeah, those were dope too. I had yeah. I had that too. We had to like feed it and then it would just like poop on the game. Yeah. <laughs> <That was fun. laughs> you had to keep it alive. Yeah. No, Neopets <laughs> was like an online like forum that yeah, you would I like kinda, go into. I remember it. I don't think I didn't ever play it, but I do. I loved it. I actually did play some PC games now that I think about it because yeah? my, my dad, we ended up getting like a, our first computer. So... I remember playing, what games did I play? There was like a, a, it was like a Monopoly Star Wars. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, there was that. And then there was a game called Duke Nukem. I don't know what that is. It's like a shoot 'em up game. Oh, like, like the fighting. Wild Wild West or? No, that's where you're fighting like aliens. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. So I did, yeah, I did play some PC games, but I wasn't that big into it until I moved into Jason because Jason had like his own PC. Oh. And then I started getting into that but I was mostly a console player so I was playing on the PS2 the N64 the PS1 my brother was super into that we had like a Sega Dreamcast and then we had um like we had a PlayStation we had um like when Nintendo 64 came out with their like first like well the first console that I remember being like big in like homes you know when we were growing up yeah my dad was stoked about it he was like jazzed about because this was before he really like built computers that were smaller than giant rooms. And so we didn't have a computer until I was like, maybe, you know, I would say I was probably like eight years old when we had our first computer. But before that we had a Nintendo 64 and we played Star Wars on it. Yeah. It was cool. I think if I remember right, I don't know if it was, I know we, we had the Nintendo, the regular, like the first Nintendo, Mm -hmm. but for some reason, the first system that I remember like just because you know Steve was into it and I was it was the Sega Genesis oh was that that's like a sister of the Sega Dreamcast yeah yeah the Dreamcast is after the Sega oh, Genesis, Genesis was the like beginning the, the first yeah makes sense with Genesis <laughs> fair enough <laughs> they're pretty cool the games on those are really good did you ever play Zelda I don't know if that was Sega or if that I, was Nintendo that was Nintendo oh. I never I never got into Zelda I played Zelda and Mario I did like I think yeah. I played like all the Mario games Mario Mario the the what was it duck hunter where you yes. had like a little pistol my brother had that and he thought that was the coolest thing i wasn't that much into that game but i didn't like to like shoot things i wasn't really into those kinds of games um but i did play mario party was my jam and it like still is when yeah. kyle and i got a nintendo switch i was like we have to have mario party cuz it's my favorite thing i'm not good at it like i'm really bad at it actually you're pretty good you mm. ha- you have your moments mm, i don't know and that was that was one of the the good things that came out of the pandemic was it the was. Nintendo Switch. We got a Nintendo Switch. I think a lot of people got Nintendo Switches in the pandemic. They were, they were hard to get for <laughs> yeah. a little bit. <laughs> we got one on the earlier side of, of things. Thank goodness. TikTok yeah. kept us kept us like really ahead of the trends, you know? Yeah. I went least on, I feel like I did. I went on eBay for that and just bought it. And then I was like, yeah, we got one. <laughs> it was impressive. Well, but it wasn't too bad though. Like that was before they really hiked them up, right? Uh, it was, I mean, it was all right. It wasn't, yeah. you know, it wasn't, obviously it wasn't retail price. It was, 
upped a little bit, but it wasn't that bad. Yeah. The thing that always made me mad was that like Mario Party, no matter what game console you were trying to buy it for, it was always so expensive and it always makes me so mad. And I guess just because like Mario is considered like, is that like vintage? No, Mario is just considered like the staple of Nintendo. Oh, well, it's always so expensive. Mario Party is always so expensive. Just, just kind of like... Same uh, when we bought it for the Switch. Yeah, just kind of like Halo is considered the staple of Xbox. Oh, I could see that. Yeah. That makes sense. So. Yeah, I played mostly computer games, though, growing up. Like, my brother played a lot of video games, and so I would play with him just to, like, hang out with him. But when I was, like, on my own, I would play mostly on the computer. I played chess on the computer. <laughs> He would. No, it's embarrassing. Not yeah. surprised. My dad taught me how to play chess. Um, we had this like really nice like marble chess set. And so my dad taught me how to play. And then when my dad didn't have time to play with me, I would play on the computer. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he got me into that. But yeah. I thought it was so cool because I used to play ones that are like, like the wizard's chess, like in Harry Potter, how like when you like take out the knight or, you know, one of the like queens or whatever, like it actually like kills them in live yeah. action. The one that I would play on the computer did that. And I thought it was very cool. It was very exciting. You, did you feel like you were on the chessboard in Harry Potter? I did. I did until the Harry Potter computer games came out. And then I was living my very best life. That was all <laughs> I did. I would, I tell Kyle this all the time, but I would eat beets out of a can and play Harry Potter computer games. I really wasn't cool. Like not at all. And that that's really like that was me in a nutshell as a child. But how, the computer games were dope. How did how did eating beets out of the can happen with your braces? <laughs> Listen, there was <laughs> I won't say that there wasn't always a lot of purple stuff stuck in my teeth. For, for some reason, whenever you tell me about like your childhood and <laughs> whenever you tell me about like braces and like yeah. I just think of the girl off of Finding Nemo. <laughs> That's the only vision I have. Who's like really nerdy and she's yeah. got like the big braces. Yeah. What kind especially, of a list? Especially now with your cowboy copper hair. You Listen, know? Okay. she has red hair. Yeah. <laughs> I, w I have braces for a long. Not all of us were gifted enough to have just beautiful teeth right out the gate, Kyle Robert. Okay. Yeah, I had happens. years of like painful braces. I had headgear, like actual headgear that it didn't look like the stuff in the movies. Like by the time I had headgear, they had like updated it a little bit, but it literally looked like a fish hook. And so it was like two fish hooks that would get hooked <laughs> into my front teeth. <laughs> and this like strap that would go around the back of my head. And I had to wear that shit at sleepovers. It was horrifying. Like it was really embarrassing. And that one you could see, but my brother had a, a palate expander. And I was always kind of grateful that I didn't have that because it looked more painful than yeah. my headgear. Although, I don't know. I was being hooked like a fish, pulling my like top, the top like part of my mouth backwards. I was going to say, since it's hooking your mouth, did you always just wake up in beds of drool? Basically, yeah. It was miserable. <laughs> I can't tell you it was a good time. Okay, there was no part of it that was good. <laughs> Especially the one time that I oh, thought it would be really God. cool to get white rubber bands on my teeth, on my braces. Cause you like, when you get your like braces tightened, they put new rubber bands on them. And I was like, I'm going to get white rubber bands. That's going to be so dope. No, it makes your teeth look like they're nasty yellow because the rubber bands are so white. And so it's just like, yeah. it's such a stark contrast. It was embarrassing. I mean, when we're younger, you know, like we kind of just go through phases. I mean, so you were just going through your phase and you I got them off though, the day before sixth grade pictures. 
Like it, it felt very like, um, like TV show esque, you know, or like the day before. And then my teeth were slimy. Nobody like oh. people. I know that's gross, but like people don't talk about that enough. When you get your braces off, you're like so excited, but you have like an identity crisis because all of a sudden you're like, who am I? And my teeth are so god dang slimy. It's gross. Like it's it's super nasty. Yeah, I don't I don't recommend it. I was so excited to get them off. I couldn't stand it. It was a solid two years. What what year do you say you had your glow up? Oh, mm. what year did you leave? What summer was the summer I turned pretty? There you're you asking me. What what year did you leave the braces, oh. the headgear, and the rolly backpack behind? Mm, I'm gonna say freshman year of high school. That all was right, yeah. All right, all right. When okay, listen. I'm going to expose a piece of Kyle, but I think it's the sweetest thing I've ever heard in my whole life. But Kyle wore a cowboy's turtleneck and we always talk about that. And I think it's so cute. And I'm really sad that I missed that part of your life because I would have thought you were really cute. And when did you feel like you left like that part of yourself behind? Although you were cooler than I was. Like, didn't you get, <laughs> I wouldn't say cooler. You, you, you hung out with like more popular people and like. I wouldn't necessarily say I hung out with them. Weren't you nominated for like homecoming? Well, yeah, but that's just because of Kelsey. You were nominated for homecoming, though. Yeah, I literally couldn't dream of being nominated for homecoming. That's just because <laughs> that's just because everybody loved Kelsey. And I was Kelsey like, was Kyle's <laughs> high school girlfriend. She's a sweet, sweet angel. I love her more than anything. But she like definitely was like popular girl, yeah. and Kyle dated her. So that, but you that wasn't that wasn't the only reason. People thought you were cool. You were cool. I mean, I got along with everybody. I wasn't really like popular, but I feel like. People knew who you were. I dabbled in every kind of group, you know? I love that for you. Yeah, you know? But I don't I don't think I ever... I didn't think I had a glow up mm-hmm. until, like, for me, like, personally, like, I don't feel, like, confident in myself until probably... Probably not until I go to college. Really? Yeah. I, I feel like that was maybe for you, like, the first time you, like... Got to like assert your own independence and like yeah. you learned like you got to choose what you wanted to learn, which I feel like Kyle in like high school was not like he just like didn't have like the drive. Like it wasn't that he wasn't smart. It's just that he didn't want to do the homework. He didn't want to like do the assignments and stuff. Yeah. Um, And so but I feel like when you get to college, like you get to choose what you want to learn. And that I think becomes a little bit more fun. Yeah. Do you think that it had to do with college? Is that what brought you out of your shell or working at the movie theater because you were working there by then, right? Yeah, no, I think I think just my own mental state and finally mm-hmm. finding myself. I could see that. Yeah. I actually um, didn't talk to anybody. Until, like I was painfully shy. And when I say that, it's like funny because I have like an entire social media platform now and I could talk to a wall. I could talk to any stranger in any store. Like I'm just like a social butterfly now. But when I was younger... I was so afraid of people. Like, I don't know. My mom used to say like, Nikki, what do you think they're going to do? You think they're just going to like bite you? Like, what do you think is going to happen? And I was like, I don't know, mom. I just like can't talk to them. <laughs> and so I literally couldn't order for myself at restaurants. I couldn't call people on the phone. Like I was like painfully shy. Yeah. That's why I sat in my house eating beets out of a can playing Harry Potter computer games because I was so painfully afraid of like talking to new people. And when I started working at the movie theater in high school, it brought me like way out of my shell. Like yeah. all of a sudden I became this like really chatty Kathy and I've never shut up since. I was, I mean, I was a lot of, what I am today back then as well. Yeah. More like reserved, quiet, Mm kind of kept to myself until it was with people that I knew or felt comfortable with. Yeah. So that, that part of me really hasn't changed, but. I've kind of, I've kind of always like respected that part of you though, that like you only give like, 
the best of you to the people that you love and that like really deserve it. Yeah. Cause I think like that's unusual and I don't do that. And I wish I didn't give so much of my energy to people that don't deserve it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like I wish that I was not, I don't wish that I was more reserved, but I don't know. I sometimes I think I like, I expend too much energy, (laughs) too much social energy. I think too, a lot of, of like me today is kind of based off of me as a child. Yeah. Cause I felt like back then I was more like reserved, but I let people kind of walk all over me. Yeah. And then finally I realized that I shouldn't do that. And I think it was a big part of being an EMT that made me realize like, if you don't stick up for yourself, these people are going to walk all over you, you know? Mm -hmm. So I'm still learning how to stick up for myself. (laughs) I'm not a good advocate for myself. I'm learning how to do that again. I think that's why I think that's what I mean by like, I give too much like sunshine to the world. Like I give it to people that don't deserve it. And I don't like that about me. Like I wish that I was, I wish that I gave all of my sunshine to just like the people that like deserve it. Does that make sense? You know, Yeah, that makes sense. There's a couple things on my list that we haven't talked about that yeah. I've, I I wrote down. I keep, I'm a list girl. Okay. I know and so I wrote girl. down all my stuff. Like when I would like think about something, when we talked about doing like a nineties, two thousands podcast, I was like, I'm going to write some stuff down as I think about it. Did you have a skip it? Um, I feel like that's more of a girl thing. What? My sisters, I, I think my sisters, as oh, so you know what I it think is, Brianna had, I think Brianna had one when we lived in the apartment. It, like, if you don't know what it is, it's like a little loop that goes around your ankle and it has a cord that goes out from that loop. And there's like a little rolly ball on it. And you literally like skip around it with one leg, yeah. like, and it, it counts it for you. Like you read, there's like a little counter on the actual skip it. And then it would, you'd like try to see how many you could get without like eating shit. Basically. There was actually <laughs> like a resurgence of those what? Like a couple of years ago. <gasps> I'm sad yeah. I missed it. I don't know if it was done through like Walmart or Target or something. But. Oh my God. My skip it was my favorite thing. I had a pink skip it and I thought it was so cool. Did you ever hit your ankles? All the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All the time. I was like bruised from like <laughs> my feet all the way up to my shins, but I bruised like a banana. So like, that's not hard. You could poke me and I'd bruise. So like, can you only imagine what I was like with the skip it? I can only imagine what you were like with a Razor scooter. Did Listen, you ever have those? Oh, I did. Yeah, I did. Me. So me. Ruben, uh-huh. which my best friend, Robbie, one of my best friends, mm-hmm. we used to, it was mostly me and Ruben because at this time, me and Robbie, like he was kind of hanging out with his other friends, I guess you could say. Yeah. But it was me and Ruben and we would just drive around or drive around. We would just ride around town on those. Listen, we had Razor scooters, but my brother and I, we would always have like conventional things. Like we had like rollerblades, scooters, like, you know, we had the razors and all that. But somehow you would still catch us in the front yard taping a lawn chair to a skateboard with duct tape and seeing how fast we could like push each other yeah. in it. <laughs> like, and my mom would be like, we got you guys all of these cool toys and you're out here like duct taping a chair to a skateboard. And we were like, yeah, mom, we're making a new toy. And it wasn't safe at all. It's um, just about the invention. And yeah. it's about the, you know, using your brain to come up with something to do another thing. I mean, we would ride our Razor scooters down the street to go get sandwiches. My mom would give us like 10 bucks to go do that. And that was like our first taste of like independence. Yeah. And that was like the same year my mom let me start riding my bike to school because I thought that was so cool. (laughs) And um, I lived like five minutes from school. So like it really wasn't that crazy. Um, And we lived in like a really safe neighborhood. So like, you know, it was it was a safe thing to do. But um, the I I always thought it was so funny that like we were so excited to like go ride our razor scooters to go get sandwiches. 
that's yeah. you know me and Ruben used to ride them all around town and yeah we would go and try to like do cool tricks I was just gonna like, ask could you do cool tricks we with could them? I was getting there was a point where I was getting pretty good on a razor really yeah. did you ever take it down like in like that uh, like a half pipe I saw people do that and I was like, that looks absolutely terrifying to me. Yeah, I don't think I ever got that good. No. <laughs> but we would like <laughs> hop up the curves and like spin it off and like do yeah. 360. And we were, getting, we were getting pretty good on them. Yeah. My yeah. brother would do a lot of tricks too. I liked doing tricks with the, remember the little, the little miniature Razor scooters and like the little miniature BMX bikes. What were those called? Kick flips? What were they called? I don't remember. You don't know what I'm talking about? I know what you're talking about. I just, I don't remember. I want to say they're called like, they were like little mini like skateboards and people like skateboard with like their fingers, you know, and like do little tricks. Oh, like the tech decks. Tech decks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I thought they you had meant a like little a, scooter version of it at uh, one yeah. point. And so I I'd you, do sick tricks with my mini scooter. I thought you meant actually like a big, like mini scooter. Like, oh, no, no, no. no. <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> no, like, like miniature, like very small. And yeah. you like do little tricks. Yeah. They were just the finger scooter. ones. Yeah. You remember the bikes too? Yeah. Yeah, I, like, I, liked I liked those, those. a lot. Yeah. That was like low risk, you know, tricks, but with low risk. Yeah, I actually had when speaking of bikes. Yeah, when I would actually go and like ride bikes around town, uh huh. I would never wear a helmet. And so, funny story is my <laughs> my mom would have murdered me. <laughs> my mom, my mom actually had to go to helmet school <laughs> with me. <laughs> You got pulled over by a cop while you yep, were out. I got Wait, helmet school is a thing? Uh huh. Apparently. <laughs> On your first offense? I don't think it might have. I was going to say, there's no way that was your first offense. I don't think it was my first. I would always have the <laughs> Probably helmet. Probably wasn't. I would always have the helmet hanging on my handlebars. Wait, I just wasn't wearing it. What is the point of that? And the time that I got sent to helmet school with yeah. my mom, <laughs> I was riding down this street and then, like, I saw a motorcycle cop sitting across the street. Uh huh. And I wasn't wearing my helmet. So I turned around and took off. <laughs> you literally ran from the cops, Kyle Robert. Yeah. And well, he, you would probably deserve to go to helmet school and then. then. He caught up to me and he was nice about it. He was just like, you're not the 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 crappy thing about it though, yeah, is I had my helmet on. Mm-hmm. It wasn't strapped. Oh. So he gave me a ticket for not having I mean, not wearing my helmet properly. You and I both know now that you're older and now that you've spent 10 years in EMS that not having it buckled is really pointless. (laughs) Yes, It might just like strangle you on the way down, actually. And also not wearing a helmet is very stupid. Very stupid. Very stupid. It's the easiest way to die if you're on a bike. And so wear a helmet, ladies and gentlemen. So then me and my mom. I didn't even know that helmet school was a thing, though. (laughs) Me and my mom wake up. I think it's like eight o'clock in the morning. Yeah. We go, we sit in this helmet. <laughs> helmet like the community class. center? Where did this happen? The police was, station? I think it was uh, like a community center. Okay. Yeah. There was other people there. Oh, there so were. I okay. Just the other you one. weren't the sole offender. So then we're sitting there and we literally like have to watch a Bill Nye the Science Guy helmet video. <laughs> it was he like, did he put a like, did he like launch something and show it yeah. like explode? Yeah. That's what would happen to your noggin. And my mom will never let me forget it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that she had to go with you. I mean, yeah. how old were you when this happened? I was I was young. I was like 13, maybe 14. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. old enough that it was time for Look you. Look at me running from the It cops. was time for you and your yeah. helmet school. Yeah. <laughs> there was another dangerous item that I had when I was younger that I it shouldn't have ever been allowed. And it was a pogo stick. Did you have a pogo stick? Do you know what that is? Um, I don't think I didn't have, I didn't have the balance for a pogo stick. Listen, I wanted it so bad. And my brother 
My brother was like really competitive growing up and I am the least competitive person you've ever met. I'm like, oh, it's okay. You can win. It's yeah. fine. I just want everybody to have a good time. And you are still like that? Today? I still am. Competition makes me uncomfortable. It feels like confrontation to me. Like they feel the one and the same to me. Um, so we had a pogo stick, which if you don't know what that is, it's basically like a giant like metal stick and it's got two little like foot, pe- like foot, like I don't even know what to call them, like pedals, like foot, foot stirrups. So you like put your feet on. I would just probably just call them steps. Steps. And then there was like a spring on it and you would like, it had two handles, but it was literally like a single like point that would bounce on the ground. And it was hard as all hell to balance on that thing. But my brother would want to have competitions of how many pogo bounces you can do. And it was a workout. And when you started to lose your balance, like you were just going down, like there was nothing else you could do. And you have to think about it. Like you can't do it on grass where it would be safer to fall and eat shit while you do it. You have to do it on concrete because it doesn't bounce on the grass. So we're out there like literally falling and eating it on concrete with no helmet on (laughs) ever. Um, And my mom hated it. She was my mom literally waited for the day that the pogo stick died. She was like, it has to go. My dad thought it was funny, though. Like my dad would get on it, too, before he got injured. And he thought it was so much fun. My dad was always the one that would be like really excited about dangerous things. And my mom would be like, John, we can't let them do that. We can't let them do that. Like we weren't. I always tell Kyle this. We both had trampolines growing up. I was not allowed to have the kind with the springs. Like we had the elastic kind and the um, with like a net around it because my mom was terrified of us having a trampoline. Yeah. Kyle's then, experience yeah. was the opposite. And then on the flip side, yeah. I'm over here, you know, me and my brothers are wrestling on it. We're getting slammed on the springs. Yeah. Getting- <laughs> did you get, I, I meant to ask you, did you ever get your like leg like stuck in the springs? Oh, yeah. That was my mom's like worst nightmare. That was what she always told us when we would ask for a trampoline. She was like, no, people get their legs cut off in those things, Nicole. I hated it too because like if you landed on the springs wrong, yeah. the springs would not only like catch your leg, but then it could also pinch you too. Ooh. So it was like a double whammy. But speaking of the pogo stick, we actually had the alternative. My brother did. We had moon shoes. <gasps> I wasn't allowed to have those. Yeah. Oh my God. Were, could you bounce pretty high in them? You could when you were younger. Probably, probably. not as high as the commercial shows though, right? No, no. No. But we had those. So it was kind of an alternative. But I don't think I ever had the balance to be able to stand on a pogo stick. I've tried. Like I tried a bunch of times. But my sister actually too. I don't know how like they even know how to do this. But my sister had a friend that was actually a unicyclist. Shut up. Yeah. How the heck does one even like develop that skill? Same thing like a pogo stick. Same thing. You do have to have balance. Once you get up and you start moving, like once you get on the pogo stick and you start bouncing, like it's not, it's not as hard to balance as you think it is. It is hard to hold it. Like it's a workout. Like you got to really like, you know, use your core, but, which is probably the same of a unicycle. Once yeah. You get once you get moving, like, Woo, let's go. but then getting down at the yeah. end of it though is very scary. She was, she was, she was kind of tiny. She yeah. Was a, she was a small, small little lady. Yeah. But there'd be times where we'd be driving around town and we'd just see her and go, find my, she just waves. On her unicycle. <laughs> yeah. You got to be really comfortable too with like falling out of it. Like you don't just like step out of it casually. Like you have to fall off of it basically yeah. and like figure out a way to do that gracefully. The pogo stick is the same way. But if you ever watch people like ride unicycles, they literally just like casually like fall off of it. Yeah. But like they're falling, you yeah. know, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. impressive. And they just happen to catch themselves because they're just, you know, graceful, graceful. I was a dancer growing up. Like I danced all the way from like two to college. And so I did have a lot of balance. Yeah. So that I had that going for me. I like with the skip it and the pogo stick, like I had a lot of coordination. Yeah. So I had that going for me. And I just, I just wonder too, you know, cause you are a dancer. So you're graceful on your feet. Yeah. But there's times where you're not so graceful. 
Yeah. Well, you know what? The thing about dancers is we always say that we save all of our grace for the dance floor. Like that's, that's where you keep it. And then when you're off the dance floor, it's notorious. The dancers are all clumsy off the dance floor. Like that's a, that's a stereotype of dancers and I fit it quite well. I don't dance anymore. I mean, I dance for like funsies at like, you know, when we go out to like the country bars, but I danced literally like when we talk about my childhood, that was all I did. Like I, I took dance lessons like three times a week and then I took ballet on Saturdays and then I had shows and like, so I really like, I did things in between, like I had hobbies and things like that, but like I was mostly dancing. That was mostly what I did. So when you were dancing, Mm -hmm. what was the music, kind of the music that you were listening to? What did you listen to back in the day? Oh, well, I mean, the music that I danced to in dance class was music by force. Like that was all like, you know, classical yeah, but stuff. More, but more the things so, I, when I was in my room, yeah. oh, in my little boombox. We were in your little bubble and my you just boom had box. the boombox on. Listen, I had, a, I had a dope setup in my room. Okay, let me paint the picture for you. I had a beanbag, purple beanbag with my boombox right next to it. And but, my whole library of CDs. Before we get to that though, do you remember the little like things that you could put like the little music into? Yes, and they were called... I totally forget the name. Oh, it just no. Got, go ahead. Hit clips. There you go. Hit yes. Clips. Yeah. I had those and I thought they were the coolest things ever. I kind of still think they're the coolest things ever. Like they I kind of wish cool. they would come back. They are pretty cool. That was like our first introduction to like, um, like almost like MP3 players. Like, yeah. I don't know if that makes sense, but um, Walkmen were like kids these days don't know. Like they got iPhones with Bluetooth headphones. We had Walkmen that were had CDs in them and you couldn't walk with it. It was like comical no. that it was called a Walkman because you could not walk or run with it without the CD skipping. Like if you made like movement on the Walkman, it would the CD would skip and it was so annoying. Like the music quality was not that great. But we're, the kids these days are thriving and they don't know it. But I listened to Britney Spears. Britney Spears. NSYNC. NSYNC. Backstreet Boys were better than NSYNC. But I had more NSYNC albums. I don't know why. Um, and Jesse McCartney and Aaron Carter. Those were my peoples. Yeah. I totally. Okay. So when you say that and thinking back on it, onto it. Yeah. So people like my sister, Brianna and my sister, Sandy, Mm -hmm. they literally will probably have the same list as you back in those days. Probably. I feel like every girl, every girl back then. Yep. It's okay to stereotype us. It was true. Yep, those those were the bands. There were some like other ones like um, remember like ninety eight degrees, like they were around for a minute. Um, and then like Nick Lachey went off on his own and like, you know, like there was other people around, but like that was like those were the main people. That and Hanson. I liked Hanson a lot. That was my first concert. But um those were like the main people I listened to, like the top five. But those are like everybody's top five back then, like you said. Yeah. What about you? Did you did you ever listen to Savage Garden? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> my mom had the Savage Garden CD in her my car. Mom my too. mom still knows every word. I do yeah. too. But Savage Garden was so good. Yeah. Oh, man. So back then, I didn't really start like getting a love for music or understanding music probably until high school. Okay. But like even back then, my first CD. Yeah. You're not even going to believe what my first CD was. What? And it only had one song on it. One song? Yep. Can I give you the movie and then you can try and figure out? Sure. The movie is Godzilla. Godzilla? Yeah. The, God, the Godzilla from like, like the, the 2000s. the theme song? No. It was, do you remember the Puff Daddy song for Godzilla? <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. Was this like a, did you, did you burn this CD yourself? No, I just, I you bought it. You purchased it with I one track it. on it? Yeah. That was back, like- back then they used to have like. I think it might have like maybe two or three more songs. Oh, okay. This was the main song. Oh. It was the Puff Daddy song. I can't remember the name of it now. That was your jam? But I just listened to it on repeat. (laughs) That was my first CD. 
But after that, once I started getting more into music, uh-huh. it started becoming, you know, Tupac. Yeah. And then eventually it was like Ja Rule. Mm-hmm. And then my mom and my dad, they're really, they were really big on music back then. They still are. Yeah. But like my mom would listen to the old school, you know, R&B. So like Boys to Men and... Kyle's mom is also an avid Backstreet Boys fan. Yes. Like she's a bigger yes. Backstreet Boys fan than I think... I am or any young girl was like yeah. she knows every word to every song which you know I'm not even ashamed I could line for line probably out seeing any of these so-called BSB fans this is true I will say Steph and I went to the Backstreet Boys concert that like when they recently toured in the last year you know what it was a nice way for people who maybe never fell in love with the Backstreet Boys to fall in love with them for the first time you know as adults yep. that's fun yeah so then I feel like a lot of my music changed when I got to high school. I yeah. started listening to like Slipknot and Disturbed and Those are some dark, Linkin some dark Park. music. I like yeah. Linkin Park. Did you listen to Evanescence? I did, but it was just that one song. Oh. One sad song. The Bring Me Back to Life or whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that song. I feel like, uh, I feel like punk is coming back, like pop punk, yeah. but it was emo music. That's what we called it. Oh, I think yeah. they call it like pop punk now. But we called it emo music and it was huge when I was in high school. Like emo music was like, that was a category of human. Like we had like the emo group of kids in high school and like the, all of the emo music like was really big. Like Evanescence, Lincoln. I feel like Lincoln Park, like I know was like rock. Would you classify them as rock? Yeah, I would classify them as like a punk rock. So yeah, I would go through stages. It was like hip hop and then me and my brother, uh, we got into like going to Warp Tour and like mm-hmm. Ozfest and all that. So then I was listening to like Ozzy Osbourne and like Simple Plan and you know all those bands. That's so funny. I feel like I'm trying to think of who I listened to. I listened to a you lot of opposite things. No, in high school. In sync, Backstreet Boys. No, I listened <laughs> to them like until I got in like through middle school, and then they kind of fell off. Like Justin yeah. Timberlake went off on his own, which honestly was better for everybody because he was a one man wonder. But I, I listened to like uh, the Veronicas. I don't know yeah. if you know who that is, but I like the I've Veronicas. But I feel like I listened to a lot of weird stuff because in Winter Guard, Winter Guard's like Color Guard, but it's inside and it's more like a dance team. We would listen to a lot of weird music, like music that other people like didn't listen to. And so I remember like the stuff that like Megan, one of my best friends and I like were into, like nobody else knew who these like artists were. Yeah. Like, um, Imogen Heap, like there was like all the, who like became popular later, but like it wasn't something that like other people listened to. So like I had weird music taste in high school. Yeah. You know, that's why my mom, you know, the song pretty fly for a white guy. Yeah. That was my song. I mean, I my listened, brother was a wankster too. So yeah. I get it. I listened to like Tupac and all those, you know, artists. And I mean, my brother was bumping Tupac so hard out of his room that I knew every word to every song. You know what? He ain't got nothing on me. I got a Tupac bedazz- bedazzled jacket. Oh, right? he does. It's it's stunning, honestly. Like, honestly, it's a high quality jacket and it would keep you yeah. warm in any kind of winter. It's uh, two times too big for me now. It's but... gigantic on him. And that's what I always like ask to. I ask people around me from like my childhood. I'm just like, why, why didn't you tell me what I was wearing or what I look like wearing it? Because that was like cool back then. Like my brother was the same way. My brother had like, did you like the cholo shorts that like went down like with your boxers hanging out? Like sagging was popular. Like like the gangster like quote unquote look was popular back then. You know, like South Pole had like the big t-shirts and like the big puffy jackets. Like that was, that was popular. Yeah. 
Like my brother wore all that too. He didn't have a bedazzle Tupac jacket. He would be envious of that jacket. Yeah, a lot of people will, you know? I mean, honestly. It's a beautiful jacket. It's it actually was, in very good condition. I, it's in great condition. Well, we recently, Kyle's parents are moving. And so they recently like brought it out and was like, Kyle, you got to take your stuff back out of our house. <laughs> and one of the items was the Tupac bedazzle jacket. Yep. So he tried it on a couple weekends ago and it, like it was, it's even bigger on you now because when Kyle became a plant-based king, he uh, he got extra skinny. <laughs> so you're like probably not, 30 pounds lighter than you were when you wore that last. Don't say that. That makes me sound like I'm not eating. No, no, you're just so healthy. He just eats really healthy now. So he like, he's a skinny mini mouth. Yeah. But I mean, that jacket's pretty dope though. Honestly, nobody can contest it because the bedazzle work on the back of it is stunning. It really is. Was that and- like an expensive jacket? When you bought it originally? Um, I can't remember. No? No. It couldn't have been that expensive because th- like you were a teenager when you bought it, right? Yeah. And I don't know if, is it, if it's just in California or not, but Burlington Coat Factory. Yeah. It still exists. It's still alive, weirdly. Yeah. I don't know. Barely. We should go in there one day. We should. We should go into there. I wish that Mervyn still existed. That's the other thing. Yeah. Like speaking of childhood, I wish still existed. I used to work at Mervyn's. He did. Which is funny because my best friend Megan also used to work at Mervyn's. It's funny too because every place that I worked, I mm-hmm. feel like goes out of business. <laughs> Basically, yeah. <laughs> also, Kyle is the king of like, oh, I've worked there. Yeah. For like a week. Like, yeah. Like it was like, we would like go to places like as we started dating, we would go places and he'd be like, yeah, I worked there. Yeah, yeah, but I only worked there for like a minute, like, you know, like a week or two. Especially when I was younger, there was a lot of places that I worked at that I only worked for like a month, two months. I just love that you had that many jobs. Like I had one job. I applied to the movie theater, got said job at the movie theater, and then I never left it until I worked at a bank and then became a nurse. You know, it's just, I'm very diverse. <laughs> you right? really are though. You know? it was, you've had a lot of experiences and that's, no one can hate you for it. Yeah. Impressive. And, you know, my one of my favorite ones of all time yeah. was Circuit City. Yeah. That Circuit would be, City. Always be one of my favorite jobs. Circuit City was like, um, what? God, I don't need, there's nothing that exists that's like it anymore, I don't think. Best Buy. Yeah, but like, Circuit City was different. I don't, yeah. like, it was, it was like Radio Shack. You know what I mean? Like, like I don't, there's just nothing like Circuit City that exists anymore. Yeah. It's Amazon now. Yep. Eventually, <laughs> I don't think Best Buy is going to I don't think so either. around very much longer. Ours like just renovated, but I honestly don't think that that's going to even bring people in. People will shop online now. Yep. Which blows As my mind. Should. Very different from when we were kids. That's for dang sure. Everything has yep. changed. Yeah. I will say that that's like one of the, when I looked back, when I was like making my list of things, I thought about like how different things are for kids now than they were when we were kids. Like we've witnessed like some of the biggest developments in technology. Like when yeah. we were little, computers weren't a thing in households. Like we didn't have iPhones. We didn't have like our phones didn't even have internet. We didn't have like um, even like the eye touches. Like that was the first like real taste of like music that was all organized on like a like an iPod. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we didn't have those when we were little. And it's crazy to think of like by the time we became teenagers, we had computers like in the palm of our hand in the form of an iPhone that had internet connection. And like, like it's crazy. We just like have witnessed a really large like development of technology. 
I mean, my first phone wasn't an iPhone. My first phone was a Nokia, like... Me too, the chicken nugget phone. phone, Yeah, (laughs) they were little. Phone you could throw at someone and knock them out. Yeah, but you know what I think, you know what I look back on though, and I love the most about our childhoods is the fact that like, and it's no hate to parents who give their kids iPads these days. Like, I get it, you know, like, but we didn't have those when we were kids. And I feel like that actually gave us like a very different childhood. Like we had toys, like we played with toys, you know? And I see a lot of kids these days, like they play with toys, but... They're very much into their like technology, into their iPads and stuff. And it like it makes me a little bit sad. And I feel like it's the reason why, like when I look back on like all of the fun things we did, like as kids, like a lot of them were like things that brought us outside, you know, and like out with our friends and stuff like that. And I I like that. I think that was a really nice way to grow up. I also think, too, why that's one of the reasons why you see so many people people obsessed with the 90s these days. Yeah. Like you see all the YouTube channels where they're like trying to find like the toys that were back then, the video games back then, the just the stuff that, you know, takes them back to the 90s because I feel like the 90s and even the 2000s, everything pretty much before the iPhone. Yeah. Everything up until that point was so much simpler. Yeah. You know, you had to come home and watch TV shows because you couldn't just pull it up on your phone and watch it. You had to come home and, you know, go on your computer mm-hmm. because you didn't have an iPhone to just look up something out when you were out walking around, you know? Yeah. So I think a lot of that stuff, the reason why I love that time is because, you know, there was a lot more things. I feel like there was just a lot more things to do and enjoy. Yeah, I, I feel agree. like now it's more... You obviously, you have all your things, but back then you, you, you enjoyed them more. Yeah. So you cherish them more. Yeah. Whereas now it's like, oh, I got an iPhone. Well, the next one's coming out. I'll just, you know, sell this one or give it away, do something different with it. Yeah. Whereas back then it's like, oh, I got this. I might as well just keep it and use it until it runs out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It was a different time. I mean... I think that the tendency for distraction is so much easier these days too. Like I think about that all the time that we used to just be able to like put on a TV show when we were kids and there wasn't the distraction of having a cell phone in your hand at the same time. And I feel like now when I sit down to watch a TV show, it is very common for me to get distracted by my cell phone in the middle of a TV show that I put on for myself to watch. And I feel like that kind of like overconsumption lifestyle is anxiety provoking for people. Like you said, that's which is why like people look back on, you know, the nineties and think of like, it was just so simple, you know, it honestly, like it took away a lot of like stress and anxiety of the fact that like, we just didn't have as much stuff, you know? Yeah. I kind of miss it. It was nice. Yeah. It was a good way to grow up. So we definitely enjoyed the nineties. We just wanted to hear from you guys. What are some of your favorite things from when you were a child? Yeah, we'd love to hear it. If you have a toy that you loved or something that we talked about or something that we didn't talk about, especially leave it in the comments because we always love to hear from you guys. And also too, we are open to your guys' suggestions on what to talk about during this podcast. We have a lot coming up and we want to put more energy into this podcast. So if you guys are enjoying it, make sure to follow and subscribe. We do want you to look forward to our wedding podcast that's coming next week. Our anniversary is on September 8th. And so Kyle and I are going to do a rundown of our wedding day. We are going to do a rundown. And if you're lucky, you might get some snippets from the wedding video. Ooh, that will be exciting for you guys. I don't know. <laughs> Something to look forward to for sure. And we hope that you come back to hear it. So once again, go ahead and follow us if you would like to listen some more. Until next time, make sure you tell somebody you love them. And we love you. Okay, love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>